Hey, everybody. I know y'all getting ready for the holiday, so I just wanted to come on with my rant today. I decided that I was going to do a challenge of coming and talking on Food Alchemy Network every single day. And the thing of is just expressing what's going on. Like I was saying, what is the new norm? The new norm is that we decide we're going to wait outside our doctor's office in the cold. We decide the new norm is to basically not be in a crowded area of more people than allowed in the libraries, in the stores, in the malls. We decide that we are just going to just stay in a little room in a house and basically be secluded. We decided that, you know, that we don't want our freedom, that they, the government, has the right to decide on your freedom. I don't remember that being in the Constitution. That is so fake. I'm just saying, these things that we believe in are so fake. Do we even understand what the reality is? And all the things that we're doing and how much damage we're doing. I'm like, man, this is like bonkers. And I have this like rant, rant. I was going on and things, but these are not the new norm and they don't have to be. Hand sanitizer is not the new norm. It should not be the new norm, especially when you see what's put in these ingredients and how much damage they actually do to your skin, but also to your body and open up more path uh, for pathogens and virals and parasites to be able to get in your skin to actually make you sick. Um, what are we doing to strengthen our bodies? Like, I want to know, like, what is your new norm? What foods are you incorporating and doing to get better in your body? Like, what is it? How are you doing it? And at what rate? What helps you see better? I'll give you one. I went and I got my eyes checked. And my eyes were not that bad. And then all of a sudden, I got this particular prescription, and it was so strong, I put it on, and next thing I know, I was like, okay, I couldn't read the thing, like, oh, you need to read this or that, like, you need bifocals. No, um, I noted glasses are made for, um, made for you to actually weaken your eyes and you just to keep getting prescription after prescription. It doesn't get better. But don't damage your eyes worse than it was. Um, I tried these pen prick glasses that you're supposed to use. And, you know, back when I was being vegan, I thought, you know, this is this is for me. And, and it didn't work. But um, I am going to continue to... Listen to Dr. Joseph Despanza, like really to re, reincorporate, re-ring the bell for myself, for them to like wake up because they can wake up. When you learn to visualize and meditation visualization, 
you will see a spontaneous a moment in your mind where you actually live it but if you keep continuing doing the meditation and the visualization it actually comes into reality because then you see it so i'm i'm not gonna lie it's like oh i'm i'm gonna hoe and i've done that i'm going to try that and see that's what's happening so when i like saying when i don't like something i want to change it so i don't like the situation of maybe uh, of whatever in my life. Like if I don't like the weight I am, um, and I'm not talking about being, uh, the, the Beyonce or the Dorothy Dandridge or the, these big Photoshop or Tyra Banks body, because number one, I will never be Tyra Banks. I'm only five, three. Okay. And the thing is that we get bombarded with these images or what it is. You're supposed to be a certain age. Your breasts are supposed to be nice up and perky and they're supposed to be like that. If it's not, they're sagging, there's wrong. There's so many things that gives you a disillusion in your body as a female, as a male, as an individual. So my thing is things that I don't like about myself, I said, I'm going to change. So you know, I have me some, uh, what is they called? Kettlebells. So I decided that I'm going to do kettlebells. I have a pool where I live at. So I decided on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I am actually going to actually get in the pool, do exercises, and really work it out. Uh, get that incorporation of doing that. And I used to do physical therapy. So I'm going to apply those things that I've learned from physical therapy into my life to see how it does. And then I decided, bump, 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 to change my diet again. Now, as you heard, I've been uh, vegetarian. I've been vegan. I've been raw vegan. I've been... Uh, I've done fast, I've done juicing, I've done a lot of different things and they gave me a certain results. Now, when I became vegan, basically my body actually went into starvation no matter how much protein I ate from the B12 uh, things, the lentils, all the stuff that I added. Basically, I learned my body had an interaction to it and it was not the best interaction with it. So I found out earlier, um, I have gluten issues uh, that I can't eat wheat. I can't eat a, a lot of different things. And that stops from like my, my things is I love like cheesecake. I love, I love cake. So there's your glitch. I love pancakes. I grew up eating pancakes, buttermilk pancakes. Oh my gosh. That is what I loved. So I would eat them, but I didn't eat them every day, but to me it was a special treat. But if your body's having an allergic reaction, sometimes you might ha have it and it takes a little while. And when it does, it goes full bland. But as we also, different people um, from a baby, um, I couldn't drink cow's milk as a kid. So I grew up drinking soy milk. Um, grew up drinking it, but then people really didn't care. I guess after you got to be a kid, they I drank milk and 
Uh, my stepfather basically had an allergic reaction. Every time he used to drink milk, his stomach would hurt. He would cube up mucus. It would be like all the stuff that you you see. And we never put it down that it was a lactose or dairy issue. But I also think the thing is, I might be wrong, the milk was pasteurized where um, I grew up milk was not pasteurized um it was straight from the farm and it had the cream on top and it was different also my daughter as a kid as a baby did not uh do very well on milk and when I was pregnant with her I couldn't drink regular milk I had to drink goat's milk so it was quite expensive but I drank it at that time in the 90s and I was following Arnold and eating bananas and different things uh, that he would talk about. I got really into vegan, got the Champion Juicer, uh, got the Excalibur Dehydrator, you name it. I was a health nut. I wrote the book, It's Vegan and It Tastes Good. And for a while, it's vegan and it did taste good. It was good, but it was not really good for me. Now, not everybody's bodies, not everybody's body is made to be vegan. And I'm going to say it again. Not everybody's body is made to be vegan. Did you hear what I said? Your body might not be made to be vegan. And you need to recognize that because I didn't. And it wasn't until a good friend of mine that was a chiropractor that was also a doctor was telling me about some of the experience that I was having. And she was struggling with things. And I noticed that a lot of people, some people that were vegan, they did excellent and fine. Now, don't say I got down to, to a quite bit of size, but at what capacity I lost a lot of muscle when you're losing weight you can actually lose muscle versus losing the fat and that is you know not a really good thing sometimes so when you lose muscle versus the fat and the muscle weighs more than fat it's an unhealthy balance so you got to replace that. And then if you're not exercising, your muscle, you know, grows weak, it gets smaller. So you got to really build that up. And how do you do that? You not only got to turn up your metabolism, but you also got to turn up your protein. And you also got to build up the things for you to build up muscle protein in your body. You also must have good iron levels. You must also have to have good water intake. You got to also know quality of food that you're intaking. Because I learned since coming back to the States, everything is organic is not really organic. They, they are now slapping labels on and saying organic. They are now in there some of the conventional food that you're thinking is organic and it's not. And they don't have to tell you, they, as long as they got some in there, our labeling system, it can be labeled as organic and people will eat it and think it is. Now, 
when I was early, you can actually tell a difference now from organic and non-organic because the taste is different. Um, if you come from a palate of eating non-organic, you won't be able to taste it. Um, if you and I gave my friend a month to try the challenge of eating organic and seeing if it made a difference. And she tried it for a month and went back to this grocery. She was like, it didn't make sense to buy this and blah, blah, blah. And she went back and she got to taste a difference. She said the corn tastes funny. The green beans taste funny. This tastes funny. That tastes funny. I said, now you understand why somebody's palate, when they're in a certain uh, diet, why food does not smell right, taste right, or go right. Like when I was vegan, I couldn't walk into grocery stores because I could smell a blood by entering the store. My girlfriend used to tell me I was crazy. And I told her, no, I could smell it. She thought I was nuts because she couldn't smell it. So for me, I trust my body and what my body tells me. So for you guys out there, what you can do is... Uh, it's called kinetic testing for different foods, different items to see if it's good for your body, if it's not good for your body. And you'll be able to know, like even water. Um, I have a Kagan water machine. And for me, it helps. It keeps your water, but at what cost of using chemicals to basically... Keep your water alkaline. Now, drinking alkaline water for so long, you can also make your body too alkaline. And I've done that. And when you make your body too alkaline, that it can actually start breaking your bones down. I didn't think that that was possible until I did the lab study test. So it's so much stuff out here. You're like, oh. But there's positive stuff. You know, don't be overwhelmed or feel like there's no solution so that's why i'm like giving you things there's different groups there's food co-ops there's that to, to really understand about your organic food and understand where it comes from and growing your own food and uh that's another thing making everything from scratch that's another thing versus um you know chicken is your chicken do you eat the yellow chicken or are you eating a brown hen chicken? You know, what color your eggs is, you know, deciding and understanding these things that you can eat that would actually help your body. You know what I mean? It can help your body heal. So Kagan water machine, alkaline water, spring water. Um, They're saying filter water, filter water. I would test it and see. They have these um, strips that you can test your water to see what's actually in it and if it's healthy for you. So don't be discouraged because there's always something positive. If you want, like I said, every th everything out there, there is always a counterbalance for something. If you feel that your bones are not right, they're not healing and not growing, there's different vitamins, herbs that you can put out there to strengthen your body. Um, adding turmeric to your diet, adding water to your diet, um, 
your stuff that you clean with for your body, you you can actually not have parfums in it and different sulfates and stuff that strips the skin and that helps the skin. There's different things that you can do that actually gives your body uh, function and nutrients back in the body when you do that. Um, how many people know what castor oil is and the reason that was used and how it's used? Um, how many people know what black soap is and how it's made and the things that it's used for? Uh, how many? These are just simple things that you can get. Um, pumpkin seeds and the zinc that they have in there that you need in the phosphate. How many people know with uh black salt is um what is the other salt yellow salt septic uh septic salt yeah celtic celtic salt uh not septic celtic salt uh i'm trying to think there's whole red algae salt which have minerals and vitamins in there to return to the body See, these are things that are very important that we don't think. How many people know what algae is? How many people know what sea vegetables are? And these are things that you can put back in your body. Uh, nori, wakame, uh, what else? These are just natural iodine that basically when people have thyroid issues or alopecia from them, these are actually help you put it do you know there's a recipe that actually can help you regrow your hair and actually get long? Did you know that? These are things that are very good for your body. Now, you got to understand what your body needs. You have to listen to your body. And what might be for one might not be for you. Uh, you know... Aloe is very good for the body. It's very healing. Garlic, black garlic, that's fermented garlic. Um, kimchi is good. These are different things that help the body stay in balance. I mean, I could go on. Uh, what else? Uh, fermented uh, kombucha, making that, kefir, Using these water kefirs, using the scobies, knowing what they do, how they help the body, and basically staying away from processed sugar, maybe using more molasses, using Yukon, using stevia, using, uh, what was the other one, coconut nectar. There's so many different things that you can use out there. Lucuma, um, it has a powdered taste, but I mean, date, date sugar, beet sugar these are different things that come from the vegetables and the fruits that you can actually use that actually helps your body you actually can make date sugar that actually helps the body begins to heal you use the different oils you know olive oil extra virgin cold pressed olive oil is very good um but it's not made to cook with we've been made to think it is you know We've been made to think that tallow is bad. A tallow is just beef fat, and it's very good. Not only does it have flavor, but also it's very good. And that other fats like the canola, the vegetable, and the soy have actually been used, known to cause more damage than anything. Corn oil, not good for you. 
these are not good oils for you um they used to say coconut oil was bad but all depends on what coconut oil coconut oil first cold press if you use it for pulling it has a just a fantastic effect for your mouth and your teeth and your body um when you're oiling your body and using coconut oil on your body it actually helps um cod liver oil you know that was the go-to back in the day uh when my mom was a kid they would give their kids cod liver oil castor oil castor oil they gave them if they ate too much chocolate because too much of a good thing is not a good thing so you would act you have to purge and it would get rid of it and that's what they used it for back then so you see all the things that we take um back in the day they used to actually use myrrh a resident powder for your gums and also for any bacteria to help your body um how many people know that these are just things that heal the body that we take for granted um red cayenne pepper really good for like cleaning out your blood these are wonderful things adding cayenne pepper now black pepper um is good for certain things but putting on your your food is not so much it causes is gastro uh gastro problems like you know digestive issues so that's not something that i would use uh you can use thai peppers you can use sichuan peppers you i haven't seen the white peppers i mean there's different ones that you can use that helps the body clean out the blood it gets it speeds up the metabolism but also it helps you also absorb vitamin c and d better so in order for you to get vitamin d you got to get vitamin c i mean it is like wow so it seemed like a vicious cycle but it's not uh when you're making a lassie a mango lassie you can put turmeric in it you got your mango got the vitamin c maybe some oranges if you want to put in there get it in there make it absorb now the black pepper is needed for this to basically to help it absorb i tried red pepper but red pepper doesn't do the same thing but be minded that this is also going to be not it's not a good it's not a good combination it doesn't help it doesn't help you absorb the the crewman for your body to be able to fight it's not that good when you're using the red pepper so on that instance you know you gotta you gotta pick and choose which one or you could be get to the real full point that a friend of mine uh, was studying um, yoga master was saying that you can get to a point that everything you actually eat and ingest that you can transmute. Now, there are so many things that you can do to heal your body. Um, and maybe we'll talk about. Have you ever wondered about urine therapy? Have you ever heard of it? Do you know where it comes from? Have you ever <coughs> heard of water fasting? Have you ever heard, you know, I've, People, I'm assuming, know what juicing is, but have you? Do you know what it is to give up for something and why you're giving up something to welcome things into your life to be abundance? So these are, you know, some things to think about. 
um, your water, your your fruit, your quality of your fruits and your vegetables, the quality of your meat. Are you eating regularly meat? Are you eating real meat or are you eating man-made meat? Now, that's where they take meat and they glue it together. And what you think is the muscle is actually glue sometimes because they glue it together and they manufacture it in a place instead of cutting it. I went to a butcher and I was asking him about cutting. He was like, you're not going to really find butchers nowadays. Here in the mainland, that is very sad that the old butchers are being saying bye-bye. Um, I grew up where you would go to the farmer's market, get your tomatoes and, and the fresh sun and Sunday and Saturday and go back and actually cook and eat and do stuff like that and you take for granted and you would make everything from scratch. We didn't buy things out of a box. Um, I had a grandmother and and she made she worked for Mrs. Paul's and she was happy on fish sticks <laughs> fish sticks and she would fix corn fritters fish sticks, corn fritters and apple fritters and they were all from Mrs. Paul's Mrs. Paul's used to have a factory in Maniunk, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. And it was real interesting. Um, and I lived, I grew up where grandparents, they worked in a steel mill. They worked in a factory in production. Maniunk was a production and a a factory where they had steely containers where they made containers and things like that um just grew up in that type of era and i grew up where the bakery there was a uh, diners diners were really good or local places you go in and you get something to eat they would have breakfast lunch and dinner and the cafes they'd be open and they close at four because uh, they were coming back for dinner and pizza places and things of just knowing who you are, what you are. You were so connected to your food. I grew up where the my because I, I guess the area, the farmer milkman would drop off the milk, would drop off the butter um, and drop off cream at the house and my grand great grandmother at the time would take all the food that we didn't eat or the garbage or whatever put it in a bag and give it to the farmer to give to the uh, the uh the pigs and then unfortunately somebody being a smart behind uh gave the pigs some poison food or something and they got it and they stopped getting a uh, slop for the pigs to eat um so there really wasn't much trash uh because back then every bottle that was in the house my grandmother great-grandmother found it used for it 
the bottles used to be brown for Mott's apple juice was really Mott's apple juice and it stayed in a brown jar. Not a glass jar that you see and then came went from glass jar to plastic. But that's what she did. Um, there was no such thing as high, high, tro, high, high fructose corn syrup. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't corn syrup because they used to get the corn syrup called carob corn syrup. And it came in brown and it came in white. And I couldn't stand the stuff. But not only did they use it to make uh, pecan pie, but they used to use it on their pancakes, which was gross, gross, gross for me. I like good old-fashioned maple syrup um, for me. So you can see the differences of how, you know, kids grow up today. Everything is processed. Um, I knew what a farm looked like. I knew what vegetables looked like. Um, there was a farm in Surprise. And there were, there was a military base. And they used to fly over the farms. And they stopped the kids from actually doing tours. And this is how this farm actually made money back in the day. They stopped the kids from act the farmer from doing tours because there were airplanes flying over. And I'm like, the farmer was here before you, but yet you stopped something so wholesome. That is what I mean. Um, I think it was also they did that in Buckeye too. That's in Arizona. Um, what I like about living in Hawaii is that you could go to some of the farms and actually pick enough fruits and vegetables to live off of, but also enough to actually go sell yourself from the farm. That is really reaching back and being part of the community. What is your, your thanks of, what do you think you need to be positive in a positive front? I wait in forum questions and answers i hope my rant and rave that was today was positive for you for you to come to an understanding of what you can do in your community or what you have to what is around you and what is positive